had the wrong volume. That's why it looks strange. Good. We're learning. We're learning. Which Rebshayla only brought down a, a tiny little piece of. We're learning it together with the, with the Rav Avinir's commentary. <coughs> and I want to do some of the notes, which we, we didn't do last week. It's very apropos for the time that we're in because there are many wonderful sweet and holy Jews in the world that are going to be celebrating Hei'ir, which is called Yom Hatzmut, and and which itself is a, in the eyes of many, many tzaddikim is, is something which is an antithesis to, to Kedushas Yisrael. And by other tzaddikim, it's, a, it's an expression of Kedushas Yisrael. And the question is not a political one. The question, the question in, is whether or not there's a place for leumius, for nationalism, in Am Yisrael. And this is, again, not a question of the halal, yes, a halal, no. Those are questions not lochah that's left up to big people. But Rav Kook's mahalach is is to, as with everything else, to descend into the makar hapnimi of all of the manifestations of the kaiches of Am Yisrael, and not just to see nationalism in its external in its external manifestation, which which in many ways is extremely, extremely dangerous. It's what was happening in the world Bechlal at his time. But to see the Nekudah Pnimis of, of what it is, whether a person, whether a person uh, celebrates Yom HaTzmud or doesn't celebrate Yom HaTzmud, what is Rav Kook's vision of this, of this longing that is a natural one for human beings to connect to the place that they come from, to be fiercely proud of of their people and of their nation, and of, of course, of course, saw in this tremendous kedusha. And we discussed this a little bit last week that there were great tzaddikim who, as much as they loved Rav Kook and they respected him, they felt that there were certain things here that, with all of his idealism, were not realistic in the world that we're in right now. And that's something which big people can discuss and can argue. We're just trying to understand what Rav Cook is saying. So look at the look on page four fifty two. Those of you who have the page, I'm sorry, sorry if you don't have the pages. Footnote eleven twenty seven. You have that? Footnote eleven twenty seven. Ein Igris Haraya, Chelik Beis, Omad Reish Peizayin. Hakina Haluumis. This feeling of kina, which here again means a sense of a sense of zealousness and pride for one's nation. Hakina Haluumis. 
that he's responding in this letter to an individual who was asking regarding in Europe at that time, in Austria. Now we know that the nationalist and the patriotism of Austrians and of Germans led to the Holocaust was part of what led to the Holocaust. So Rav Kook is speaking about, in, in response to this question, about the kinah that you that you see by what's taking place in Austria. So Rav Kook writes, what to many, of course, would be a shocking thing, Gam hi eish kaidish. This too is a holy fire. Gam hi eish kaidish, betiva shal haneshama habriya, it's the nature of a healthy soul, vahatayr, and a pure soul, kivur. It's, Im, it's, it's embedded in, and it's programmed into a, into, the, into a healthy soul to have this kind of pride, to have this feeling of a connection to one's nation, to one's country, to one's homeland and people. Vahafapi. Now here's, the here's of course, the chilek is that this fire of Lumius, of nationalism, when it comes to a Jew, is a fire that comes from Shemai. When Rav Kook writes that, he's alluding to what happened, what went wrong with Nodav and Aviyu. In last week's parasha, what went wrong with Nodav and Aviyu is that even though there's a fire that descends from Shemai, Chazal say they wanted to bring a fire, they brought a fire, Minahedyet. Menehedi means that they came up with their own fire. Ashalait Siva Hashem, that Hashem didn't come in. Lu'umius, this, this longing for the land and this identity to, that one finds with his people, <coughs> when it comes to Am Yisrael, it's an Eish Kaidish that comes from Menashemayim. Sha'esh Yisrael is Yeredesi Menashemayim. Now, there are many hediyotim, there are many who are running around with their own fires, and their own fires of nationalism, of patriotism, and so on. And that's, of course, very, very dangerous. But the Eish HaYisraelis is Yeredzim and Hashemayim. It came together with our Neshamas. Mekorim imayan ha-kaydish ha-elyon shel ahavis kol ha-yitzur. And the Mekor, the Mekor, in Am Yisrael, of this, of this need, comes from the Mayan Akkadish, from the holy wellspring of great love that Hashem implanted in us for all that exists, and particularly for our people. Now, there's an Eish that's Yerim and Hashem Baruch wants us, meaning in the world, Hashem Baruch encourages and wants these fires to be brought and therefore therefore the kinah that one has even a non-Jew has that feeling of identifying with his people is something which is natural Hashem wants there to be a fire as well of course when it's a human when it's a uh, when it's a fire that is that is initiated by human beings there's always a tremendous danger that it's going to get out of control which has happened many many times in history that the fire of nationalism gets completely out of control. 
Rabbeinu Harav Tzvi Yehuda, Rav Kook's son, Rav Tzvi Yehuda, Ayyad Norik L'Saper, Ketzer Haisa Sicha Ben Yenzer, Ben Rav Mordechai Eliasberg, Shohayu Goyen V'Tzadik, Ben Abba Harav Zechron Levracha, Shohayu Yosef Tzor Mimenu. So Rav Kook was very close to this Rav Mordechai Eliasberg, who was a huge Tamachacham and a Tzadik, was a Rav there in Lithuania when, the, when, when Rav Kook was there, and there was a conversation that Ramordechai Omar shakol adam Yisrael sarach lehov esuumashaloi v'zed darativi. Now Ramordechai was speaking about how it's natural for every Jew not just to love Am Yisrael, but it's natural for every Jew to love the country that he lives in. He lives to be a patriotic American, or a Frenchman, or an Englishman, to be patriotic. It's a darativi. Ramordechai held. He said, my father, Rav Kook, argued, Rav Kook believed that Lu'umiyus nationalism, when it comes to a Jew, is Kodesh Mimkaima. It's Kodesh, it's holiness, is Mimkaima, which I believe means that it's specialized and unique and reserved for the feelings that one has, that a Jew has, for Am Yisrael and for Ej Yisrael. Not to be a loyal and faithful uh, member of, of another nation, but the but the Mikor of Lu'umiyus with Yisrael is itself Kaidesh Mimkaima. It's an Eishman HaShamayim. It's not an Eishman HaHedyit. It's not a fire from human beings. That's when it comes to other countries. But when it comes to Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael, the fire that a Jew feels within him is an Eish, which is Menashemai. It's a chiluk dak. And this is a delicate type of a chiluk. V'chein b'sefer, gimel ba'elul, m'saper ketzad, ketzad maran harav zatzal, hayasar alagoyin v'mordechai, so there in the Sefer that was written in honor of the yard site of Rav Kook, there's also a discussion of this or an account of how Rav Kook would often go speak to this Tzadig of Mordechai regarding matters of Klai Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael. And in their discussion defining the nature of Lu'umius Yisraelius, Valdaito shall ha'agoyin v'mordechazal, ki besoydet svichi ilios lu'umis tivis bats musa, kiroyu muchrach l'chol odem lehoi v'sumos l'adabigba. The Rav Mordechai was more inclined to say that this is something that all human beings share in common. That all human beings, it's, 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 it's human nature to have this kinna for one's own people and one's own nation. That of course, when it comes to Amis, when it comes to the Jewish people, this natural human instinct to connect to one's people and to one's land is something which needs to be brought into Kedusha and it needs to be connected to the Amunah of Torah and to Mitzvahs and so on. 
hitzev hilumaze esem daso kitzvichi lios betchila yisoid atzmusa bechol mahusam yuchedes betoichen ktusasa halyayna. Rav Kook did not agree with that. Rav Kook did not agree with that. He he, he was of the opinion. Rav Kook was of the opinion that l'umidis yisraelius has to be completely Jewish. And its essence and its core, that's what it is. That's where it comes from. Therefore, everything about Jewish nationalism must be coming from Emuna. It must be connected to Emuna. He was against, Rav Kook was against this belief that this is just a natural instinct that a Jew has like anybody else in the world. The natural instinct of a Jew to love Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael in its makar is ter- it comes from Hashem and is something which is holy and it's kedushas Yisrael. It's not just the nature that a Jew shares with other people. And therefore, Rav Kook believed that nationalism is not something which is not Jewish. Nationalism is something for a Jew. It's something which is part of that. Connection of of Yisrael Arais of a It's part of Torah. Yisrael Arais of a Kudshibichu. Ashagoy Echad Baritz. And that's what we say in Davening by Minchan Shabbos. Ato Echad, Vishimcha Echad, Mikamchi Yisrael Goy Echad Baritz. There is no other nation in the world that has such a thing. In other words, the Goy Echad Baritz of Am Yisrael, a singular, unique people in our land, that is the result of, or the consequence of, Ato Echad, Vishimcha Echad, Mikamchi Yisrael. As far as the nations of the world, it's something which is natural and healthy, also by the nations of the world. But it's a it's an ishman ahedut. It's a human fire. It's something which is part of other needs that human beings have to identify with their families, or to identify with to identify with their people, their cities, their whatever it is. It's natural for human beings to feel that way. That's true. But as far as Am Yisrael is concerned, our nationalism, Rev. Cook says, can only be. Expressed in such a way, and it must be expressed in such a way, where it's part of Ato Echad, Veshimcha Echad, Omika Amchi Yisrael Go Echad Baratz. Was Amalai Hagoyen Rabbi Mordechai? So the Rabbi Mordechai said to him, Rav de Zaymel at that time. Rav Cook was the Rav of a town called Zaymel, and and so Mordechai said to him, Zaymel Rav, as Kvay Taroso Yula Habor in Yonah Gedolim Beretz Yisrael. So Rav Mordechai said to, to Rav Kuk, who was uh, quite a few years younger than him, he said, there are going to be very great things happening in Eretz Yisrael because of you. So Rav Mordechai saw that Rav Kuk was different. Rav Kuk was different. Over there in the Iris, Rav Kuk discusses this. Inside of a Jew. This is a very old question, but like everything else with Rav Kook, it's all chidusha. How do we look at ourselves? Is a Jew a human being who then has a second coma, a second floor that's a Jew? And others that is an elevated human being. An elevated human being. Do we have within us two floors, two departments? That we're human beings, like other human beings. We have within us a, a, a kaima, 
that's klal and oishis like everybody else that we share in common with the rest of the world. Umei aleha, and then there's a second floor. That's Kaimi Yisraelis. That's the Jewish department. That's the Kaimi Yisraelis. This is an old discussion. It's very, very important to understand uh, to understand the many nafkuminis that are between these two ways of looking at ourselves. Oshema, the other side, is to say, Onu Yisraeli mikaf regel v'adraish. That we're Jews, mikaf regel v'adraish. That we're Jews from the little toe to the top of the head. Meaning, there's no such thing as a, a human being, a, re, a human being who's part, who's a regular piece of the world, and then the second or higher expression of a Jew is his Yisraelius, his Yiddishkeit, his being a Jew. But rather, there's a different Metzias that's called a Jew. Now, I'm sure that you all know that the world is divided into four Yisraelis of Doimem Tzameh of inanimate objects, of rocks and so on, and plants, animals and living beings and human beings. Human being is a medaber. You also know that Rabbi Yehuda Levi and Kuzari and the Maral and all the tzaddikim pnimim and all the mukubalim believed that believe that there's domem tzameh chai medaber and Yisrael. That Yisrael is not a type of a medaber. A Jew is not a type of a human being. It's not a type of human being. Our enemies claim that we're sub-human beings. We're also not human beings. Therefore, we could be wiped out and treated like animals and so Not like animals. animals. That would have been a mechaia, to be treated like animals. We would treat not like animals. That we're not a min. We're not a min. There is no min. There is no species that's called the Yisrael that deserves to live in the world. Pnimi Satara, it's not just... A Jew is not a different, interesting type of a human being, but there's a separate min that's called Yisrael. That's how the morale explains, among other many other things. I'm just giving you one example of an Afghimina. When when the when the Gemara says when the Gemara describes the terrible situation at the time of the Khurban, that one of the wealthiest girls of Yushal and one of the wealthiest families of Yushalaim was sifting uh, it's not nice to say, but you know, by the schmutz of an animal was sifting to find something to eat, to pick out some little, some little uh, grains of food from the, from the dirt of an animal. So, so, the response to that was that Am Yisrael, that the Jewish people, when they're when they're that when when we're who we're supposed to be, then we ascend to the to the heavens. But if Khalila were not who we're supposed to be, then we have such a, a bizarre thing that a that a chash of a Jewish woman is 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 picking out something to eat from the filth of an animal. Which is the time, the time, the time. Because the way that things work, as we see from Kuzri and Maral, the way that things work is that you see, for instance, that when when an animal dies, it doesn't descend to the next level of daimeng. It loses its existence altogether. 
When anything is not what it's supposed to be, when it ends or it's taken out of its existence, then, like an animal, it smells. It's not, it doesn't become a rock. It becomes less than a rock. A rock doesn't a rock doesn't decay and smell. So, when something is not behaving in accordance to the to the uh, misgeris of that min, it has no existence at all. When Moshe Ben couldn't understand, like why a Jew suffering in Mitzrayim when he was coming out and looking at what was going on, and then when he saw that the way that he saw that the what happened there with the lashon hara that, and that they were talking about him and what happened with the fighting. So he so he says, now I understand. And the the explanation of Achain in the Maral's Torah is Achain was saying is that the nature of the Jewish people is to be an Am Kaddish and an Am Tar. And the nature of an, an Ish Kaddish to be Shaymer aside is not to give away secrets. Because the meaning of a Jew is that he's Shaymer aside, is that he guards the inner essence of who he is. He doesn't blabber about it, he doesn't sit all day. Uh, uh, chat groups and and, and uh, Facebooks and Twittering and tweeting is not the nature of a Jew. It's not the nature of a Jew. The nature of a Jew is to be inward and to be shomer asoy to guard a secret. And therefore, Moshe Benu said that achin Now I understand why they're why they're why they're enslaved, why they're being tortured. Which why do Jews deserve worse than so? Why can't we just be like like any other nation of the world? It has to be so bad. So let's say we're not behaving. So we're not behaving. So why can't we, why can't we just live the way that they live in other places where people don't behave? Well, the terror is is that in the world of the Maharal and the Kuzri and, and, the, and the Ramchal, all the Tzadik and Pnimian, there's a min in creation that's called a Jew. It's not that it's a human being that specializes in Shabbos and Yontif, and Tefillin and Tzitzis. It's not a human being that was given, this is the way it's spoken about in, 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 even in many Orthodox circles. Ke'ilu, ke'ilu a, a, a Jew is just a, a, a human being with additional features. Like you get like a computer or a phone, like, so a guy is, a guy is like a Galaxy uh, 7, and a Jew is Galaxy 8. And see, there's some more additional features. Jews, of course, are more colorful. There's better color. Jews are more colorful, more interesting. Uh, you can say we're more creative. You know, there are all kinds of advantages that if you get that model, there are certain advantages that come with that model that's called a Jew. And there are diburim like that you find even in some svar that are not from the Sadiq and Panimia, that speak in such a way whether they're just trying to be apologetic for what it, for for our being somehow designated by Hashem for something big in the world, or they actually believe in in, in the first model that there are two kaimis, that there are two floors. There's the non-Jewish floor and there's the Jewish floor. One of the Siddiquim said that when you make the bracha in the morning, Shlosanigai, it doesn't just mean that I was born Jewish. That my mother was Jewish, Shlosani Goy, or a person decided to become a convert. It doesn't just mean that. Shlosani Goy means, the Ismach Moshe said this, that Shlosani Goy means that there isn't any single thing in how I speak, think, or move, even, he says, my small finger, that's not Jewish. There isn't anything. Shlosani Goy means there's nothing at all about me that's a Goy. Who can say such a thing? 
only a very, very great person. Shalom Asani God, there's nothing in my life at all that's not Jewish. So then the people who are not used to hearing such things would say, whoa, 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 what do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? Um, uh, what do you mean? There's nothing around me. There's, I also go to sleep. So you have to ask yourself, do you sleep like a Jew or do you sleep like a guy? That's not to put the guy down. That's their min. And they're very, very wonderful and fine people in that misgaret of their min. But if you're a Jew, there's a way to sleep. There's a way to sleep. A Jew has to sleep in a certain way. A Jew has to talk in a certain way. This Shalom Sanigoy is not just, I'm Jewish. You can make a Baruch Shasani Yisrael. It's not just that I'm Jewish. It's Shaloya Sani Goy. When you make that Baruch, you think, Rabbi Shalom, help me. There should be nothing at all in any single thought, word, or action about me that's not Jewish. That's not completely saturated with Torah Sasha, with Yiddishkeit. Everything with Yiddishkeit. This is one of the most delightful things that you'll see more obviously when you speak to a Jew from, from a long time ago. <coughs> That's getting harder to hold on to. That every single, every single gesture, every single thing, every everything was was just Yisraelius. It was Yiddish. It was Jewish. It was Jewish. Mizelashayim. So if Cook says, "Sirosam," this is the chikira that he's talking about over there in the iris. Sirosam she Yisrael tzirichel hazbar. We need to clarify. The tzura of Yisrael. What is a Jew? Tzura som she Yisrael. Tzirichil esbar. Im he enoisius haklolis haklolis shal toichin adam aimedesiba b'tzivyona. Is the general human character, nature of human beings, something that stands inside of the Jew also? K'moishi eitzav kol ha'amen, as it is by all the nations. Enoisius haklolis. Whatever is included in whatever that means, human nature. What's called human nature? Is that is that is that what it, what's inside of a Jew as well? The Allah and on top of that, and on top of that, there's that extra feature of what? Of Tzura HaYisraelis that, that makes the Jewish people different and unique. That makes us different. That's one way of looking at a Jew. Human being deluxe, like a deluxe human being. Extra. Extra. Like you know, a souped-up human being. Like in the like in the old neighborhood, you know how they 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 put the cars onto wheels that are, put the car like six feet up off the ground. Like and it, and it makes loud noises and it goes faster. So a Jew has like certain. So a Jew is like a souped-up human being. That's one mahalach. Or the other the other mahalach. Is that from the heel to the head? Everything is different. Everything is unique. Everything is different. And Rav Cook says, in order to clarify this, 
We have to make use of different makaris. Tyranium in the Torah, Sichlium, Seichel, Historium, Historical, Rosium, Mystical meaning in Kabbalah, Haifoyim, Hakaidish, Navua, Shirium, things, poetry and song. Sometimes even political, they study Jewish politics and Jewish economics compared to the world. Rav Cook was before there was ever a Knesset. You know, he never saw such a thing. If he would have seen the Knesset, so they wouldn't, he wouldn't have had to write even that there's such a thing to consider the possibility that Jews are like other people in the world. Even when it comes to politics... It's Nira Hadava Shemikaidem Nara Hadava Shitsuras Haodam Tishtalim Bechalusa, but Totesephis Vis when Yigala Luma Muchedes Ruchamufur Bahadis Kurdish. The first way learns the first way learns that the Tsuras Haodam. When the Tzura Sa'odam, when the general human being is reaches a certain place of perfection, then there's a Tosefis, like I said, there's a, then there's the next model, the next level. There's a Tosefis v'yisron yigala al ha'umam yuchedes v'ucham of ha'mafur b'hadrus k'adosh. Avon niskalkulu ha'inyonim v'ruach odam shokal kol kach b'chlal. According to this, what's happening in the world is that unfortunately the human form, the human image of general mankind and humanity has become so distorted and so ruined and so messed up over the years. Human beings have, have, have descended into a very, very low place. To the point that there was that that healthy, elevated human being, in other words, we'll use the marshal again, of the Galaxy 7, wasn't there. The thing, the machine is broken. So on a broken machine, you can't build a Galaxy 8. You can't build a Galaxy 8 if, the, if, the, if everything, everything until there is messed up. It can't be a boss's lakaydish, ele imkain yilkalkalaysay. It has to be broken. You have to start again. So then you would see that the world was getting completely off track through the generations after the Mabel and the Shvatim, things were off track and mankind was off track. And then there had to be this Golos of Mitzrayim. To refine and to purify the tzad ha'adam shev Yisrael, the human, that human component of Yisrael, till there could be a new, and this you see this in a lot of the svarim, till there could be a new, healthy. Was once we fix up galaxy one, two, three, five, six, seven, then we could have galaxy eight. So the Jew comes out of Mitzrayim. According to this mahal, if the Jew comes out of Mitzrayim, a new, improved edition, with extra features and so on. So first, there had to be you had to take the whole thing apart, 
everything fell apart because the world was all messed up and that human part of us was also messed up. So all of that fell to pieces. It was in Golis Mitzrayim. There was this great catharsis this, that took place, this bureau that took place in Mitzrayim. And then we were able to come back to, become, to being human beings, Mikhailim, human beings. And then upon that floor of human beings, then we could already have other stories. We could build higher stories of, of Jews. But Rav Cook says that this is not this is not the truth of what happened. The truth of what happened is that that misconception that a Jew is just a human being that's elevated that had to be completely destroyed and broken down. And, in, and, and instead what was created in Mitzrayim was a completely new tzura of a Jew. Ekev kuli Yisraelis Yaakov Yisrael. Ekev means the, the heel, which is Yaakov, Ekev, and Yisrael is the letters Li Rosh. So a Jew is Yaakov and Yisrael. It means Men HaEkev Ad HaRosh. From Yaakov to Yisrael. Those are our two names, Yaakov and Yisrael. Which means that we're Jewish, Men HaEkev Ad HaRosh. So we were a, there, there was this perception of us being a part of mankind. Mankind itself was over the years that that surah of mankind was was terribly distorted as a result of Avadazar and Gilai Rais and Shemichasdam was terribly distorted. Yitzhiya time doesn't mean that there is an upgraded model of a human being that now came out that's called Yisrael. Yitzhiya time means that something different was created. Something different was created. The world continues on with their struggles and their challenges, but there's a new Mitzias, Amzu Yatsarti Li. There was something new that Hashem's Baruch created. It's called Am Yisrael. It's a new Yitzir. Not just upgraded, not with extra features. Everything is Jewish. Completely. The heel of a Jew is, is different. The heel of a Jew is different. It sounds terrible, but the Chassam Saif encouraged people, Jews, to make sure to only seek out the help of Jewish doctors. And he spoke about, the Chassam Saif spoke about how only a Jewish doctor can understand the goof of a Jew, the goof of a Jew. Which if you say this to the world, it sounds terrible. Nowadays, this would be the most racist thing in the world to say. The goof of a Jew is different. The Arizal says there are different amount of teeth in the mouth of a Jew and the mouth of a guy. So, so that doesn't mean if you count the teeth of a Jew, you come up with a different number. The Rizal is saying is that if you understand the side of a Jew and the mouth of a Jew and the teeth of a Jew, you understand that the, that, that the teeth of a Jew are different than the teeth of a God. Which again, sounds terrible. But the fact that it sounds that way does not change the reality. The Metzius is that it's different. That it's different. Of course, this, never, this reality never led to Jews knocking out the teeth of non-Jews. That's just that's also part of Mitzis. <clears throat> it seems that Rav Kook is saying is that until Mitzrayim, until Yitzhak Mitzrayim, it was the first model. Until Yitzhak Mitzrayim, 
the way that the way that we that our ancestors lived until Mitzias until time was that the Jewish people were a people like other people. And there was the additional kaima of the Ovis Nishwatam. <clears throat> there was a, a higher level, an elevated second floor, uh, an, a higher model of, of, of uh, a nation from the nations of the world. But after we went through that experience of Mitzrayim, after the parentheses, then we became Yisraelim Lechalutin, which of course, according to the Rizal, there was a beer that goes, this is a beer that goes back to Adam Rishon, which we learned about a few years ago, I'm not going into right now. That in Adam Rishon himself, there was also such a beer that had to be between the Yisrael part of Adam Rishon and the non Yisrael part of Adam Rishon. But without going back to Adam Rishon, Yisrael Sinsayim is, is that moment in time where, the, where that first model of a Jew being a non-Jew with a higher Jewish component ended. And ever since he says in Shem, it's Amzu Yatsarati Li. Hashem created a new people. A Birya Chadosha. It's not, it's not a Medabra. Human being is not a Medabra. Human being is a Yisrael. A Jew, rather, is not a Medabra. A Jew is a Yisrael. He's a Yisrael. It's a different min. And that's why what Rabbi Yochim and Zakir was saying about how could it be that the daughter of Nakdimon, how could it be that she's picking out food from the filth of an animal? Because if a, if a Jew is not living as a Jew, and if he's not connected to that min of who he is, to the, to the essence of who he is that defines his existence, so then he doesn't descend to becoming a non-Jew. He could become Khalila even lower. So the answer to the question that, that I raised before or that Moshe Ben was wondering, like, what, what, like, why are the Jews suffering so much? Why can't they have a normal life? And all throughout history, we're wondering about why can't Jews have a, why can't we be like normal? Why can't it be like other nations and other people? Just be normal. It doesn't have to be gavaldic. Just to be normal. Why can't it be normal? Like, why, why, why is like, why are we the subject of every discussion in the United Nations? You know, why can't we just like get out of the uh, you know, off the radar and just like be, live a normal life and be normal like other. The terrorist is, is that the world knows intuitively that we just don't belong. We're a different men. The world knows that. The world feels that. We struggle with it because we know it as well. And therefore, if we're not going to remain in the gather of our men, which is Yisrael, then noiflam ada tahaim, then akadekach, that. Like the Gemara says, that that animal belonged to Yishmaeli, which is the lowest people in the world. So you have a, the, the finest Jewish girl in Yerushalayim is picking out something to eat from the schmutz of the animal of Yishmaeli, which means you can't go lower than that. It's the lowest thing possible. How could it be? That's what it is. How could it be that, that such a such a nahafaychu that a, a, that from the Besamikdash, from Yerushalayim, from how could it be such a thing that that a Jewish that that the Choshevet, this noble Jewish girl should be should be taken from the the filth of the animal of Yishmaeli? So the Tzadik then we go higher, higher, higher to the highest place in Shemayim. 
But Khalila, if we're not Isa Mr. Shamalkum, if we're not Jews, then the Yerida is, is is very, very strange. Because it's not because you can't opt for a lower category. A Jew can't opt to become a goy. It's not an option. The same with an animal can't opt to become a stone. Let's say the, the cow says, Look, I'm tired of people pulling at me for milk. I, I, I just <laughs> I, I I'm tired. I just I just would I'd rather I'd rather be a, I'd rather be a tree. I'd rather be a stone, just to be a wall. I have to have people handling with me day and night. I just want to have an easy I just want to be a stone. So the terror says that the animal can't become such a thing. He's a he's a he's a, an animal. And if he's not going to be an animal, then he becomes a, a carcass that stinks and then a million flies. And he's lower than a, he's lower than a tree. He's lower than a stone. If you're not going to be who you are, then you aren't. It's that simple. If you're not going to be who you are, then you aren't. And if Jews are not who we're supposed to be, then we aren't. And that's felt intuitively by those who hate us. They were outsiders, and they're right. We are outsiders. And that began. That began with the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, that Mitzhiyas of Amazu Yitzharatili. There was no anti-Semitism before, before Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. What was in Mitzrayim with power was something different. It's not f- for now. But it's, anti-Semitism is, 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 is unique. And, and people trying to figure out, like, what's going on? What's happening here? My wife showed me on, on the phone there's some, some guy, this, I don't know if it was this week or last week, whenever, some politicians running for some office of a councilman someplace in New York. I guess a Spanish name, I'm not sure who he is, this guy. He's, he's speaking openly befavish about Jewish landlords and, and, and uh, how the, the Jewish landlords are driving out you know, the, the, the black and the Spanish people from their buildings, all this stuff. These are the born from Germany, 1935, 1936. Ethnic cleansing. He spoke about the Jews. The, the Jews cleansing. are involved in ethnic cleansing. Well, I feel like calling up the guy and just saying, "Look, if you want to buy a building in downtown Manhattan, you can do it, but you have to you have to work very hard to get to that place. You have to go to school. You have to try to stop smoking weed all the time. You have to try to you know you have to try to stop uh, sticking a knife in your friend's back and." And uh, and stealing cars and bicycles and stuff and and maybe if you go to school a couple of days and you work hard maybe you could also buy a building in downtown Manhattan. Well, doesn't only have to be. He said eighty percent of the buildings are owned by Jews. Could be. <laughs> and are there some of those Jews, by the way, who are mistreating some <coughs> of their tenants? Unfortunately, it's safe to say there are. <coughs> and that's a bush and a cherpa. <coughs> can't argue with that. There are, if there are people who are mistreating. Mistreating doesn't mean that you're charging rent. <laughs> but that's what this guy means. It's unfair. 80% of the buildings in Manhattan are owned by Jews. And they're charging, for, for, they're charging people to live there. It's not, it's not right. That's what this guy means. For people who are being mistreated, that's something else. If you don't turn on the heat, you think it's erisious. It's a shayla. There are people who are doing that, Hashem Yerachim. There are Jews who do that. It's erisious. But the tiny that Jews are owning 80%, there was a joke that I remember hearing many, many years ago that there are, th- there are three people that uh, that are sitting, two goyim lahavdul and a Jew, and the and the and the first and they're showing off the goyim are showing off. One guy says he's talking about how he says uh, this guy's name is Johnson, and Johnson says that you know I have I have a I have a, a ranch in in uh, Texas. It's thirty acres, forty acres ranch, and livestock and so on. So Johnson says. Uh, 
the others are very impressed. The next guy, Smith, he says, I, I, I have a, I have a uh, place. Uh, it's uh, 150 acres. 150 acres. Whatever. Yeah, wow, Smith. And then they asked the Jew, what about you? He says, I have a place that's eight acres. What's the, what do you call your place? Downtown Houston. <laughs> <laughs> so whose fault is that? You know, he's got this guy's got J- Johnson's Ranch and Smith's Ranch, with a couple of trees and cows, and this guy has downtown Houston. So the, this this guy, this this guy that's running for councilman or something. And can you imagine if, if anybody would say such things about blacks or about Spanish people to say such little it sounds like it sounds like Germany, Mamish, Arab, the Muhammad. A, a person gets up and I don't, I don't know if anybody's saying anything about this or if they if they're running him out of town. It's it, it's it's a remarkable thing, but it's not remarkable. Jews are not supposed to own. Jews are not supposed to be part of this world. Jews are supposed to were supposed to have been were supposed to have been burned in the ovens. And if there are Jews who are still here, it's something which the world can't take. And and the reality is is that is that the Jewish people are a different min. That's the Matthias. Therefore, any discussion, Rav Kook is saying, and this was his argument with the Tzadik with Rav Mordechai, any, any discussion about Jewish nationalism <coughs> has to begin with Kedushas Yisrael. It has to begin, it has to end with Amuna, with Kedushas Yisrael, with Avadis Hashem. And if, even though Rav Kook never saw Yom Ha'atzmaut, he was before there was such a thing as the state. But he, he certainly never would have envisioned that there's a day where people are just making like a, like a Jewish, like a New Year's, or going around beeping on the head with boppers and stuff, and, and having parties and getting drunk and so on. That's not what Rav Kook was talking about. By the nations of the world, they, they celebrate independence in such a way. And how does a Jew, how does a Jew celebrate independence? What does that mean, to be independent? What does that mean to be free? What does it mean to have your own place? Right. What does that mean to have your own place? To be your own person? It means to be an Evadasha. So even that side, even that side, Eating and sleeping and drinking and whatever it is of this world, everything, everything, hafachli Israeli, was forever transformed, was forever changed. There's no such thing anymore of anything inside of us that's not Jewish. No such thing. And and Shalosh Hanigoy means there's nothing at all in how I think, in what I do. That doesn't mean that I don't respect non-Jews. Doesn't mean that I don't respect God. Doesn't mean that I that I that I that I will have nothing to do with it. It doesn't mean that. It means I'm a different min. And the same way that I have to respect all of Hashem's creations, I have to respect everything and everybody. But I have to be myself. And being myself does not mean, is not an excuse for mistreating or for turning the heat off in someone's building. That's not an excuse for that either. Chas And that's a misunderstanding of what it means to be chosen by Hashem. What does that mean? But this chilek of, of a Jew, the mitzvahs of a Jew being entirely Jewish, or there being different departments or levels and grades, this is something that's rejected by Rav Kook, 
and by all of them are Kabbalah. And that is what he's talking about in this Torah, that the Aish, that fire of love, the natural love, the natural fire of love that it, that uh, that people have for their for their nation and for their country, is holeches from Eskadelus Beit Yisrael. Adai Eretz Yisrael tislakech begoin uza yachin im Aish Hashem Aish Hakodesh and so on. That's what we learned last week. It can't be separated from Aish Hashem, from the fire of Hashem, from Aish Hakodesh. It's a meeting of the fire from above and the Aish from ahead. That's the tachlis of our lives. That those two fires. Some chuni bashishes means that there's a meeting of the two fires. It's in Shashir. Eshmilamala and Eshmilamata. A fire from above and a fire from below. Only Am Yisrael has the ability for those two fires to meet. The nations of the world have have can initiate certain things and they have an Eshmilamata, an Eshmanahadyat. And Hashem wants them to be creative and to use that fire as long as it's as long as it's it's it's, it's constructive and it's in accordance to the Shev Mitzvah B'nai Noach. But they don't. They don't have this union of Eish min Hashemayim, Eish milamal, and Eish milamata. Ashishus. They don't have the ability to to bring those two fires from above and from below to bring them into one huge fire. That's uniquely Yisro. That's something which is different about about Yisro. I will do a little bit more next week from eleven twenty eight from the notes, and we'll continue on to finish this tire session. <coughs>